man. Liram Hyralahu will be doing the kickoff. Argos in another combination. They've got the white tops with blue numbers, the white helmets, and the blue pants. Ticats in the traditional home, black tops, black jerseys, and gold pants. Argos with the wind in the opening quarter, moving from right to left. Ticats defending the goal to our left. Waiting for Andre Prue to give the whistle. He does. And, of course, the ball blows off the tee because the wind is going to be problematic right now. <laughs> you think? Giovanni Aprile is standing at the goal line. I don't think he's given Liam enough leg here, one of the deep, uh, strongest legs in the CFL. And he's going to squib it. And he's kicking it toward Aprile, and he takes it a yard deep in the end zone. Comes up near side to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, 25, finds the seam, and Marcus Ball makes the tackle at the 36-yard line. Argo starting defense, features Sean Lemon and Troy Davis as the ends. Lyndon Gadosh and Dylan Wynn will be the tackles. Terrence Plummer is in at linebacker. He's going to play the will. Marcus Ball moves over to Sam. Cassius Vaughn moves back to safety. Bear Woods, the man in the middle. Brandon Harris, Rico Murray are the halfbacks. Matt Black, the field corner. Alden Darby, first-year player out of Arizona State, will be the boundary cornerback. And it will indeed be Jeremiah Masoli starting for the Ticats, who have the wrong personnel on the field for the first play of the game. It's a good start. Yeah, why are you 0-8? <laughs> so Masoli stands back in at quarterback, and a flag they took too long to get the first play of the game off. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2017 Hamilton Ticats. Hamilton number eight, five-yard penalty, first down. So, June Jones, how's your, how's your coaching career going up here? <laughs> Come on! Like seriously, first and fifteen. Oh, that's terrible. Nope. I mean, uh, yeah, wipe that sweat from the br- sweat from the brow. Masoli in his sixth year in the league, fifth year with the Ticats out of Ole Miss, and they'll put it in play from the 31-yard line, and they are going to run a crossing route with Speedy B and overthrow him by four yards. Rico Murray was right in his back pocket, and that just did not look pretty. Second and fifteen. Uh, it was a uh, play-action zone to the right. Masoli pulled the ball and threw it to Banks, and you could see from the booth that the ball would drift from the right to the left. It was uncatchable because the wind just pushed it. I have a stat you're not going to believe after this this play. Second down and 15. Ball on the right hash mark as the Ticats move left to right. Masoli has C.J. Gable on the left. He'll move to the right. They've got four receivers up top. That's the way Masoli's going to look. He's under pressure. He throws across his body. It's intercepted. Picked off by Marcus Ball. And he is going to take it back to the 32-yard line. Oh, yeah, time for the big play. Argos make one early, and they are right on the doorstep. They're in field goal range now. Intercepted, first down at the Ticat 31. Well, yeah, that's a tough start for Masoli. He was scrambling around. He felt a little pressure, had to jump out of it, almost got his ankle grabbed. Was, his target was uh, Brandon Banks, but he overthrew the ball, threw it clear over him, right into Ball's hands. And to be honest, if they were punting, it might have been in the same spot. Yeah, good point. So it's a first down Argos. We'll give you the starting lineup momentarily. Argos will go with Declan Cross as a flanker on the right side. Three receivers to the near side, and they're going to give the ball to Whitaker, who goes off the guard on the right side. will get about nine yards, but a flag comes down, and this is going to be holding against the Argonauts. The stat that I wanted to get to and never had time for, how many yards after holding the catch? Toronto number 57, 10-yard penalty, still first down. Left guard Tyler Holmes. How many yards after the catch do you think Brandon Banks has all season long? Yak yards. Yak yards. How many in total? In total this year well, for one of the most dangerous guys in the league. Uh, well, 
should have probably 100 at least. Eight. Come on. Eight yards after the catch this year for Brandon Banks. What's he doing? Nothing right. I think he wants to be out there. First down and 20 from the 41-yard line. Still in field goal range. Ray drops back to pass. They're going to set up a screen to Declan Cross. Nice move. And Cross will spin out of it and get across the 40 to the 36. He'll get five back. Offensive line for the Argonauts from left to right. Uh, Will Campbell out of Michigan. Tyler Holmes out of Tulsa. Sean McEwen out of Calgary. Corey Watman out of Eastern Michigan. And Max Chris Van Zyl. They're in hurry up right now on second and 15. We'll get to the rest of the starters. I can tell you Ricky Ray's the quarterback. Brandon Whitaker is the running back. Jimmy Ralph, Tavir Posey, S.J. Green, Armani Edwards, Jeff Fuller, the starting wide receivers. Start to rain, Hoke. It's yep. raining. Second down and 15. Ray back to pass. Three-man rush. Ray comes to the near side. He has a man, and it is caught inside the 30 by Devere Posey. He will get back past the initial line of scrimmage. It'll be third down and seven. And out comes Liram Hyrulahu, who is kicking at uh, an 82% rate. That number hurt in week one against the Ticats when they blocked two field goals. This will be from 35 yards. Yeah, Hoagie, I think you can kick this through the uprights. You just got to pop it up into the air, and the wind will poof it right through. Wind is actually, well, no, it hasn't slowed down. I take that back. At least the goalposts aren't shaking like crazy like they were earlier. Here's the kick. It is up. Yahtzee, he's got it from uh, 35 yards out. Argos score first. It's 3-0 with 12-14 remaining in the first quarter. You're listening to Argo football on the home of the Boatman. This is TSN 1050. Chris Van Zyl, who was on our Double Blue podcast, who told a great story about his only catch ever in football at any level. You will remember it. It was on a Labor Day game in Hamilton where he caught the ball and got tripped up by Jason Shivers and went to the hospital. (laughs) It's easy to laugh now because he's had a long career, but uh, he has Uh, not been a target since. One of his finer moments. First down at the 35-yard line after the 35-yarder by Liram Hyralahu. Argos 3-0. Back to pass. Masoli comes to the near sideline, has a man wide open to Mike Jones, and he runs backwards and loses about four yards. It would have been second and five from the 40. He runs back to the... 36-yard line ends up to be maybe a yard and a half gain, not even. Second and nine. Tight cats do not need their receivers running backwards. My, I mean, Jones is trying to make a play and get in behind some blocking, but he uh, should have just fallen forward, would have got an extra yard or two. Masoli, the Honolulu native, actually ran camps in high school when June Jones was the head coach of the University of Hawaii. So they go back a ways. And he just underthrew a receiver badly on second down and nine and have the bluebirds started yet not yet out comes the punt unit and they're gonna have to punt into this wind where jj in the pregame a good punt was 30 yards with about two and a half seconds of hang time yeah this is going to be interesting i don't know what the tie cats are going to do uh, they are, are they going to try to punt i mean we were, i was talking earlier with a few guys about different ideas possibly field goal punt line drive it you know but we'll see what happens you leave your defense out Here's going to be the kick. Castillo was the kicker. And it's high and it's wobbly and the wind's going to knock it down in a hurry at the 36-yard line. No yards. Here comes Martise Jackson. Comes out of the pile. Gets an extra eight or nine yards up close to midfield with a flag down. And I assume that's going to be new, no yards. This is tough. You were a cover guy. You know how tough this is when you're kicking into the wind. You don't know where the ball is. No, no, you don't know, and you, you got to really pay attention to the returner, right? you got to have eyes on the returner at the same time watching the guy that's trying to block you. 
You know, as, uh, as soon as you take your head off the swivel, you can get knocked out. Penalties declined. The game was greater. First down, Toronto. Felix Thomas Erlington is the guilty party, a rookie out of the University of Montreal. One of the backup running backs here, a very diminutive one. Surprised he's even out there on cover. Maybe they just want the speed out there. Argos up 3-0. We'll take over to their own 54-yard line, moving uh, right to left here with the wind in an opening quarter that has 11 minutes remaining in it. Ricky Ray in a quarterback. Two of two on the first drive for 13 yards. Back to pass. Four-man rush. Ray has time. Comes over the near side. He's got Declan Cross again, and a flag comes down late, and it's going to be holding against the Argos again. It would have been a gain of seven. Called it against Whitaker. He's not happy. Here's Andre Prout. Sorry, we can't get uh, Andre's mic going here from our perspective. Did you see it was on Whitaker? Couldn't make that out at all. Well, I saw Whitaker jump up and down, and Prout talked, spoke to him. Oh, he's no so, Whitaker. He's mad because he missed his block. That's why. The guy came uh, through B gap, and he didn't pick him up. Yeah, but, I mean, Prue was talking directly to Whitaker, so okay. I don't know if he called him for something or what. First down and 20 from the 44-yard line, their own. Ray has time once again. He's going to go long, and that is underthrown, and it's intercepted at the 35-yard line. Picked off by the Ticats, Richard Leonard, who had a touchdown against the Argonauts on a blocked field goal in the opener, will take it back to the 47-yard line. Ricky was looking into double coverage. I have no idea what he saw. But it is going to be picked off. And the Ticats have their best field position starting at the Argo 47. Intended receiver S.J. Green had uh, two Ticat defenders on him. Leonard was all over him, as was uh, Emmanuel Davis. So we'll take the timeout. Argo's up 3-0. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. The man standing to my left is Jeff Johnson. My name is Mike Hogan. Kate Pedersen down on the sidelines. This is Argo Football. Toronto 3. Hamilton no score. 10-8-10-19 remaining here in quarter number one. You didn't like the play call. Not crazy about it. I mean, uh, you know, the Argos are trying to push the ball downfield. I, I get it. You know, go to make some plays. It's part of their first 15. Um, I do like the yardage that uh, Whitaker got on the one rush in the previous uh, uh, series. So, I mean, I just... I think they better, or might be better served trying to run the ball a little bit, considering the wind. So they'll put it in play from the Argos 47-yard line. Over on the left hash mark, four receivers will come to the near side. Argos rush five. They decide to run the football. Gable is out. Mercer Timmis is in, the Burlington native. And the local kid gets four yards on first down. Mercer had an outstanding career with the Calgary uh, dinosaurs before coming to the CFL as a draft pick last year of Hamilton. Oh, Timmis looked quick on that run. He yeah, was uh, a little back. zone to the left and uh, found his seam just outside off the tackle and cut up for four yards. Second and a long five, almost six to go. Over on the left hash mark, three receivers will line up to the boundary, two to the wide side of the field. Argos send the house. Masoli picks it up. He throws. He's got a man and Banks who can't catch it. Memories of a couple of weeks ago when he dropped one in his hands on a deep ball that would have been an easy touchdown. And that is one you have to make. And that is the season in a nutshell. Matt Black slipped trying to get out into coverage. Yeah, Banks had about four strides on Matt Black. And this ball, as Banks was running towards the sideline on an out pattern, 
was right over his shoulder in the bread basket. And oh, no, uh, Banks just misjudged it. Ball went right through his hands. So now the Ticats are going to punt with three players on side, and it is going to stop in bounce and then bounce out. Ticats had the right idea, didn't execute it very well, and the Argos are going to get good field position at the 32-yard line, leading 3-0, nine minutes left in the quarter. Yeah, good idea, but the Ticats kicked it way too far. It bounced about a, two yards inside the sideline and just went out of bounds. For those who Otherwise, don't know, they may have had a play for, on that. For those who aren't Canadian football fans, maybe listening in the car, unlike in the NFL or the NCAA, if you line up somebody behind the punter, he is eligible to go get the ball without no yards. He can be the first guy to the ball. It's his. That's right. So, the, so the Argos really have to pay, uh, you know, work in their due diligence, make sure they've got everybody matched up because those guys are now onside and live and can go chase the ball down. Argos have been killed by two holding penalties. They'll start now with their own 31-yard line. Ray back to pass, comes to the near side. He's got Devere Posey. Nice catch as the ball was thrown inside it was turning out and had to reach back and he'll grab it at the 40 yard line for a gain of nine that is a heck of a catch because it's just telling i think the rain stopped it seems to be coming and going and uh when it's just a little slick like that the ball can get really slippery but this wind is crazy you may be able to hear it every once in a while on our crowd mic it is absolutely insane and getting stronger which i didn't think was possible because it's been going like this since I arrived here at about 1 o'clock this afternoon. Problem the Argos have, do they have enough on the field? No, they're waving at somebody. Timeout called by the Argos. They're missing somebody on their personnel call here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Armani and Devere and just went in. And Fajardo came out. Fajardo he had gone came on. out. He had gone in as a short yardage quarterback. It's second down and a yard and a bit. But Ricky Ray is going to go back out. James Wilder had been on the field. He's going to check out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, they got 12 guys on the field, so that's a start. Listen to that wind. Oh, she's gusty. <laughs> she is gusty. Let's see what they draw up here. Ray's going to go on the pistol. He's got Whitaker to his right. A trips formation, a very loose trips formation to the right. And they're going to run a counter, and that's blown up in the backfield. That had no chance of working. And Larry Dean, who has had an outstanding season for a bad football team, the middle linebacker, makes the tackle. It's a loss. Nope, they're going to mark it right at the line of scrimmage. And out comes the punt unit on third down. No, they did lose a couple of yards. It's going to be third and three. Hogue, I don't like that call one bit. It's short yardage. Fall forward twice. A counter? Just run a zone. Go up and attack. And you, now, as soon as you run a counter, there's a delay happening. It's not a, a big surprise to the defense that they're running the ball. So the defense now has more guys can chase and get to the point of attack. And the Argos got pummeled. Hyralahu with the kick. Here's Speedy B. He'll take it at the 24-yard line, looking to the middle of the field. Levi Noel with a great job. Looked like a clip down field, but they're not going to call it. And Banks will get across the 25 to the 26-yard line. 3-0. Argos will take the timeout. We may or may not be here. We may be blown away during the commercial break. <laughs> Seven and a half left in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Ticats so far have weathered the storm fairly well. They'll be going into a very strong wind here, trailing just 3-0 against the Argos, who have self-destructed with a couple of holding penalties, an interception, and a very strange play call on second down in the yard when you had Cody Fajardo out on the field who has been very good yep. 
at running the short yardage. It was second and Wilder a yard. Wilder was out there as well, Hoke. Yeah. Right? Run a couple of power runs, something that's going to get you a half yard, a yard, right? A counter I, is, I mean, if you're in a situation where you're second or first and four or five or whatever, go with the counter. But, you know, something where you need two less than two yards and you've got a couple of chances to do it. They must have seen something on film and overthought it, right? Yeah. I do, I'm, just, I'm just trying to... Oh, football. yeah, that's... Completely agree. Yeah. Football is overcoached at this stage. Just dial it up, perfect the simple stuff, and, uh, you know, when, when you need to go to, you know where to go. So now we'll see what the Ticats can do, taking over their own 26-yard line. Argo's in a 40 front. And they're going to run a quick hitch to the far side. They get Banks, who has more yards on after the catch, or just equal to season total. In fact, they're going to give him nine yards. He has more yards on that after the catch on that play than he has all year. And that's because of, of Brian Timms. Exceptional blocking. Almost area-type blocking where he just uh, he ended up blocking two uh, Argo defenders by being in the right place, allowed Banks to get vertical on that. Brandon Harris knocked him out of bounds, the first-year player at the University of Miami. Yard and a half to get here on second down. Let's see if the Ticats can figure out the short yardage. C.J. Gable in the backfield, high snap, Masoli's going to throw to Gable, who makes the catch, and will take it out to the 40-yard line. Good open field tackle, again by Brandon Harris, but not until a gain of about five yards, and another Ticat first down. So Ticats run a low play action, and uh, C.J. Gable runs out to the flat to the right, and Masoli throws about, I don't know, maybe a 10-yard pass, and it looked like the wind affected that. Yeah. C.J. made a heck of a catch, because it was very easily could have been on the ground, and Interesting, the Ticats on their third possession have run the ball but once to Mercer Timmons, uh, Timmis going into the win. June Jones. Yeah, that's true. And Timmis is in, standing to the right of Jeremiah Masoli. Three receivers up top. And here's Timmis again who fell down and went boom. He tried to cut immediately, it didn't work. And that will be uh, a fairly easy stat for Justin Tuggle, who is in now in the rotation playing defensive end. Nice to see Ken Bishop back on the field, by the way, who was injured early on. He played three games. He was injured in game three, and he is back. So the Argos now have two of their starting front four back in the lineup, along with Sean Lemon, Troy Davis over on the other side. I think Bishop scared Timmis on that because that's right where he fell. Second down and 11 from the 39-yard line. Four-man rush, pump fake. Masoli goes over the middle, it's caught underneath, well short of the first down at the 45-yard line, and that's Brandon Banks again. Maybe June Jones is trying to get Speedy B going again because he has been completely ineffective, just eight catches this year. That's smart, though, right? Like, he's probably, what, you look at their uh, receivers, probably their well, Luke, Luke Tasker. Guy. And then, yeah, but Banks would be number two, you would think. and when he's having big games, he's number one, and uh, you know what? Smart call by June Jones. Put the ball in your playmaker's hands. I, I like the call, and I, on that last one, I like Bear Woods' angry tackle as he drove uh, Banks back about three yards. That was actually a really good kick into the wing, but Jackson's got it. He's got the corner and forced out of bounds. Thought he might be able to turn it. There is a flag down, and it's going to be no yards against Hamilton. So the Argos will get decent field position, leading 3-0. 5-0-9 remaining in the opening quarter. It's Argo football on TSN 1050. Welcome back to the Hammer. Very windy Tim Hortons field. Hogan and JJ up in the booth, gate down on the sidelines. Usually I don't like it when a broadcast location has a solid window in front of us. I don't mind it tonight. <laughs> just saying, we'd have paper uh, all over. We wouldn't be able to, it just would be a mess. Hogan, your hair would be a mess. What would you do? My hair's always a mess. Trying to fix it. It's always a mess. 
<laughs> Pretty boy hoax. My, I was, I was on Twitter with Mike Morreale early. He goes, ooh, I'll need more product. And I said, how can you use more product? <laughs> yeah, well, the Ticat fans have it figured out. Everybody's in their ponchos in the stands. Well, most of the people anyways. Ricky Ray, 3-4 with an interception. Just 21 yards for the Argonauts here so far passing in their opening quarter. Let's run the ball. Minus one yard rushing so far this quarter with Brandon Whitaker. Argos put it in play after the penalty at their own 47-yard line, moving from right to left in their rights. And they're going to run a, an end around to Jackson, who turns the corner. And Martise takes on contact and will get a first down, but another flag on the play. And from where that was thrown, I would assume it's holding against the Simone Argos. Lawrence flailing his arms in the air, putting on the acting job. He hasn't been very effective this year. Four yards were gained, holding. Toronto number 67. There we go. 10-yard penalty. Still first down. Third holding penalty against the Argos so far today. Uh, they don't. Jamal good. Campbell, who's in as a tight end. And guess York who he was caught. blocking? Simone. Hold him down. First and 20. Argonauts had an opportunity here with the win in the first quarter to put this one away and out of reach early and have shot themselves in the foot every possession. It's Labor Day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Expect anything less? Tight end of the near side in Declan Cross. Ball on the far hash mark. Argos moving right to left. Play action. Ray is going to dump it off to the sidelines, and there was nobody there. SJ Green ran an in. Ricky threw an out. It's second down and 20. Hoagie wanted, uh, Ricky wanted SJ, but he looked over there, and SJ was going the wrong way, and he was also covered by a tie cat defender, so he just fired it well out of bounds. Tight end comes out. Jamal Campbell comes to the sideline. Extra receiver goes in now. Second and 20 from their own 37-yard line. Ray has Whitaker to his right. Back at stretching field with five across the line. Back the pass goes Ray. Goes down the seam, and it is almost picked off. He was looking for SJ Green again, but it was knocked down. And another nice play defensively by DeMond Washington out of Auburn, the former Bomber. And it is another two and out with the penalty involved. SJ was going vertical, and uh, as he wrapped around Simone Lawrence and looked to cut in on a kind of a, almost a slant route, Ticat defender and DeMond Washington read that the whole way and made the break and almost came away with another interception. So here's Hyralahu out to punt. Last one was 35, this one high, and taken at the 25 by Brandon Banks, who's gonna look for the outside, he turns the corner, and then gets pushed out of bounds at the 38-yard line. Ticat fans want a flag, and now we're getting a little pushing and shoving over on the sideline. Hey, what's the what's the date? There we go. I believe it's Labor Day. Gotta have some pushing and shoving. That's ah, gotta get more than that. The Memories of the shoving. day in the mid-2000s, there was a brawl at Ivor win. Belly, Wayne Shaw of all people got thrown out. Adriano Belly, <laughs> RJ Soward, Andre Talbot. Might have been some swinging. All got tossed. Not sure it makes sense when you swing at guys that were wearing a football helmet, but there was some swinging. Over 400 yards in penalties that cozy little afternoon. Friendly little match. It's a beautiful day. First and 10 from the 37 yard line. Ty Cats wearing their black tops, black helmets, gold pants. 
And they're going to go to the ground game, and it's going to be C.J. Gable who comes out of the hole and takes it out to the 50. Was hit at the line of scrimmage, but somehow got off a tackle and gets a tie cap first down with three and a half minutes remaining here in the opening quarter. Yeah, Well-designed run by the Ticats with the zone run to the right. And Bear and, Woods is down. And the Argo uh, receivers or defenders were all in a zone kind of uh, sitting high, which opened up the space as C.J. came around the corner. He had nothing but real estate. Bear Woods down on a knee That's at the 50-yard line. Not good at all. Nope. He's been a mainstay out there oh. for the Argos this year. One Just of the guys that uh, that you know that core has fared fair, fair, you know, pretty well considering all of the challenges they've had on the defensive side of the ball, injury-wise. I mentioned this in the, one of the columns this week for Argonauts.ca. Bear Woods has not always been a turnover magnet in his career. He's always been very effective, a great tackler. He's third in the CFL in tackles this year. But one sack, no forced fumbles, no fumble recoveries, no interceptions. You think the football gods at some point are going to catch up and he's going to make a play, <laughs> right? Because he's always around the football. Yeah, he's just, he's where he should be, and he's always making plays. He flies to the ball, and he brings uh, that energy. He brings that energy up on that defense, and the guys love you know, love him out there, and hopefully uh, he'll just shake that off and be back right, right back out there soon. Looks to be favoring his left arm a little bit, or that's just the way he's running off. He'll come over to the bench now. He did run off, which is good, but he's not moving his left arm very much. So now we have a first down Ticats at their own 50-yard line. This will be the final play before the three-minute warning. Five receivers to the right, left are going to come back to the right to Speedy B, and they missed him. Interesting design again. They empty out the backfield, and just nothing working for the Ticats offensively, aside from the one run. Well, if they'd completed that, it would have been a short play because Tyke, or the Argo defense read it the whole way. Ticats were trying to pull everybody over to the open side to the left and uh, have all sorts of movement with all the receivers moving over there except for Banks staying up to the right and throw a little screen, but uh, solely missed them on the throw. Alden Darby out of Arizona State in his second game in the CFL was over there. They go to the far sideline, and Masoli overthrew Brandon Banks, who made the catch, but he was probably five yards out of bounds when he was able to make contact. He was open, and Masoli missed him, and out comes the punt team, and we'll take the three-minute warning first. I, oh, sorry, we're not the three-minute warning. It's the first quarter, not the first half. <laughs> Brain cramp. Sorry, it's Labor Day. A little too fired up here. Uh, a couple brewskis before the game, huh? I wish. <laughs> So Martise Jackson oh, will drop that. No? Were the tailgates were going early, man. They were in fine form when I got yes. here at 1 o'clock this afternoon. They know how to have fun out here. And out comes Castillo for the punt. And the wind is going to knock it down. Oh, boy, does it knock it down. And Jackson will take it at the 25-yard line. Got by the first tackler, not the second or third. And the Argos will take over with their worst field position so far, starting at their own 25-yard line. Yeah, Martise looked like he was wanted to head to the field side and was, uh, as he cut around one Ticat tackler, he ran into a wall of black and yellow. 35-yard field goal by Liram Hyralahu, the only point so far. Argo's up 3-0. You're stuck in traffic coming home on this Labor Day Monday. Welcome to the broadcast at Windy Tim Hortons Field. Ricky Ray saw something. He's changed the play at the line of scrimmage. See what he dials up here. Back to pass. 
and there was major interference and the flag comes out late they were looking at uh, was that Posey on a crossing route? I think it was Ralph it was Jimmy Ralph and he just got plowed and they picked it up it'll be an illegal contact call Linebacker in there for the tight catch. Contact right and receiver, Hamilton number 49, 10-yard penalty, first down. He got flattened coming there across. Yeah, you can't do that. Nikita Wetlock playing D-line dropped off, and as he saw the receiver coming across, he hammered him. And you know defenses have gotten away with that over the years. But the Alouettes were notorious for that, trying to take out the the, the low crosser. He simply can't do it. You got to leave the receiver alone. Sets up a first down at the 35-yard line. Argos will go with a bunch to the right side. Back to pass goes Ray. Goes out to the far side. He's got Declan Cross underneath for the 39, a gain of four. Declan Cross was almost a non-factor last year for the Toronto Argonauts offensively. Uh, he had two catches last year in 17 games. It's like sure hands Declan. Look, oh, I mean, it, it, 15 coming into tonight. He's hauling him in. Getting those hands out there, extending them. Looks, hands are looking soft. Kind of looks like the old 33. <laughs> so many lines, so little time. Second out and six from the 39-yard line. Right back to pass, four-man rush. Flushed out of the pocket, and he dumps it across. A ridiculous throw, almost intercepted, but a late, 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 late flag. And this may be a late hit on Ricky. I don't know what he was thinking. Hamilton zero, 15-yard penalty. Well, this worked out for the Argos. Devon Coleman out of Arizona State is going to take the penalty. I do not know what Ricky was thinking on that one. Did that ever work out well for the Argos? Oh, boy. Ricky was feeling pressure on this as he takes the snap. Ticats only brought four guys off the edge. But you got Big Vaughn coming around the corner, and Ricky got his left arm grabbed on, and as he was trying to just make something happen, he tried to, he flung it. Saw Brandon Whitaker. The linebacker uh, almost made a play. Larry Dean almost made a play on that and could have gone the other way, but the Argos came away with a first down. Ball a yard shy of midfield inside the final minute here in the opening quarter. If the Argos are going to go down, go down quickly because you want to be able to kick with the wind. Ray, here comes a blitz. They're going to pick up S.J. Green, who's going to make the catch and spin and get an extra eight yards. That should have been down to the 50. They're going to mark it at the 42, officially the 43. And it's going to be an Argonaut first down. That is how you get vertical. SJ making the catch on a quick little out route. Turns around, takes the contact, keeps his feet underneath him, and takes off downfield for a few extra yards. When we start the second quarter, Kate Pedersen will give us an update on Bear Woods. This is a first down. This could be the final play of the quarter with the clock moving. Pressure again. Ricky picks it up, throws a little quick in, and it is caught by Fuller. And he's going to, with his first catch of the game, get down to the 35-yard line for a gain of eight. That's the final play of the quarter. Didn't go quite the way the Argos had wanted, but despite shooting themselves in the foot on a handful of occasions, they've got a 3-0 lead over the Hamilton Ticats. We'll come back and get an update on Bear Woods. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. <laughs> 